Good evening, folks. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family, bring your friends. Uh, this is the film wheel cast, and this is James's intro. <laughs> Nutrition fact, serving size at 12 FL per ounce, calories 71. Total fat, 0%, saturated fat, 0%. Cholesterol, 0%. Sodium, there's 17 milligrams of sodium. We've got 1%. Total carbohydrates, 10.3 grams. What are you doing? Dietary fiber, bear with me. Sugars, 3.6 grams. Protein, 1.4 grams. Okay, no calcium, no iron, not much vitamin A or vitamin C. These are the ingredients for caliber beer, non alcoholic beer. Uh, popular in the 1980s by Big uh, Company. Now, I thought, God, the question is, I thought it was, yeah. The question is reading those ingredients. Oh, God, you and cannot the do itself, that as an intro. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Reading the ingredients. Yes. Is it more uh, exciting than the film Caliber? Now, the yes. question I I'm th- going to post to each I of thought, you is, would you rather have be... a Caliber beer after watching this film or watch the film again? I'll let watch you guys decide. Again. I'm James. Oh my this is the film podcast. I can't believe thought... someone's going to listen to this podcast, possibly for the first time ever, <laughs> and that is what That's they're going to hear. What a start. I thought that was the contents of Neil's yes. middle finger to the water film. <laughs> it is. It's a hell of a lot more calcium. I will be I will be editing start of that intro just so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a health podcast anyone by the way. Yep, caliber. With a K, we're dealing with caliber with a C on Netflix. Uh, was it one hour forty one minutes? I think yes. Unfortunately yeah, so. Um, absolutely. We've got discount Steve Arnett from uh, Line of Duty playing one guy, and uh, the other guys. Oh my God, you're so fucking <laughs> you nice cream man. Nice cream you man. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you have to be so loud. <laughs> fucking nice cream man. You grab me a cornetto, Stu. <laughs> I've got a horn. Ninety-nine. You've got a horn. Yeah. Yeah. Got a horn. <laughs> wow. Little way. He really did like Caliber. <laughs> you know, yes, this is didn't. a 2018 caliber that was shown at the Edinburgh Film Festival, which won lots of awards and took it by storm. Do not listen to the negativity. Watch it and make your own mind up. This is a podcast that will be spoilers. We're going to be talking about this, directed by Matt Palmer, starring Jack Loudon as Vaughn, Martin McCann as Marcus, Tony Curran as Logan, and probably only other two people you need to know is Kate Bracken as owner and You've got Teresa Bradley as Mary. So, as I said on the Loki podcast, it's going to be divisive because there are differences here. And I know that James doesn't like it. I know that Neil doesn't like it. I like it. I all like this film. So, this involves two friends going shooting in a woods. And what happens in the woods has dire consequences. And it's the decision making of both of the two main characters being Marcus and Vaughan that right. basically the dire kind of outcome so the film starts off with the introduction of both our characters you've got Vaughan who's a family man whose um, wife is having a baby and is picked up by Marcus instantly you get the impression that Marcus is a completely different gear he's a city man he's a ladies man he's quite smart he's quite a good looking guy and he's the opposite and I got the impression that he was 
someone who got Mark uh, got Vaughn to do what he wanted to do. Vaughn was his lackey. I, I just got that impression. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought he was a bit of a twat, to be honest. Um, what is that? Yeah, oh, just the way he talks and the way he's, he's just a bit of a womanizer and everything. I just instantly took a dislike to him. Um, but yeah, I agree with the other guy. He's a bit wet, isn't he? he just, he's tagging along because he just wants to make his mate happy and stuff like that. I don't think he really yeah, wants to go definitely. hunting, does he, to be honest? So, so um, Paul, you, you were yeah, saying yeah, yeah. you watched it and it really it really did something to you, as in like you were like, oh, even though, despite you're saying some of it is um, was, I think even you thought, maybe a bit predictable, but it, it obviously hit you somewhere. Yeah, it did. Speaking. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't watch the trailer. Um, I made a point of, watching the, of not watching the trailer. Um, and I saw it was a, I think it's a UK independent production. I thought, yeah, give it a go. Only recently come on to Netflix, uh, which is back in what January maybe or February, and um, gave it a watch. And it wasn't slow to start. Um, I didn't expect for the initial incident to take place as soon as it did. Um, <coughs> I think I kind of get. I think that's the part of the predictable bit that. that I gathered someone was getting shot, but what I didn't expect after that after that was what happened then, without wishing to spoil it, but um, the other individual getting shot and how they dealt with it. I think that was the, the, the really sick, um, and I think even Logan describes later on in the film, that the whole thing's really sick, is how they dealt with it. And I know that Marcus was, Marcus was not only alcohol, but cocaine fueled as well. So his decision making was probably a little bit skewed. But it was how they, how it was dealt with, that uh, that I didn't, that, that was that was uh, quite shocking to me. Well, I say quite shocking. It was you know it was interesting. But um, and also you could, for me as well, from the outset you were talking about um, how Marcus was the one that wanted to go on this trip, and 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 uh, Vaughan was a little bit wet, um, the family man and that. But you could see how. How, over the film, how the characters changed, in as much as Marcus originally started with having like there was an imbalance of power, and Marcus was obviously the the the, 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 the you know the main aggressor and the guy with the, the main power. But later on during the film, you could see Vaughn adjusting that balance of power. Um, and yeah, at the end, right. we obviously we'll, we'll discuss how it ended obviously later on. But um, how that how that balance of power changed, and it was really interesting to me. And I thought. It'd be worth a shot of giving, you know, for giving it a review. I think you're spot on. I think it's. I kind of, I honestly felt the same as you did, and that's why I was so surprised when Neil and James gave little hints as to just how much they actually dislike this. No, I, I, the point I'm making is, I, I, I don't dislike the film in terms of. I don't think it's a bad film. I think the shots are really good. It's just for me. Um, it's not the kind of film I'm really into, but I don't, I didn't regret watching it. If, if that mm. makes any sense at all. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, it's, I do agree with regards to some of it. it for me, it was the anticipation of what's going to happen drove this film it was was more entertaining than kind of what did happen and. They obviously they go out hunting and, and they've stayed in this lovely place in the middle of Scotland, looks like the Highlands, and they kind of book into the hotel and they go out as all lads do. They go, let's go and check out a local pub and just see what's going on. And I was amazed two bits of Fanny actually walked into this pub, who are pretty decent to be honest. 
um, as in um, Logan and Brian. <laughs> no, <laughs> as in Mary, Mary and uh, I think it's Iona. And th- they walked in and, and it was the reaction from the different people in the pub who it kind of instantly turned against Vaughn and Marcus. Like you got that Skinner geezer, like it started on virtually and then some other geezer through the night warned them off the two girls. And I didn't have a clue why, for what reason are they warning them off them? I mean, what did you guys think when the, it was quite a friendly evening and then locals started turning on them, telling them not to touch those girls? Well, I thought it was going to be from Dust Till Dawn scenario. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen anything about the film. Well, there you go, that's Neil. <laughs> it's just, I'm not being funny. You've got two sort that just come into the pub and people are reacting like that. You go, do you know what? They're probably not worth it. But they they can't see past that, can they? Because they're, and that was the first thing that, well, one of the many things that pissed me off about this film. Because it's, oh, of course you are. You're going to carry on, aren't you? Even though you know that it's going to cause nothing but fucking grief. Well done. Well, I think it's because Marcus is so so big-headed and probably used to pulling Fanny when he goes um, into, like, town or wherever they go, Edinburgh, Glasgow, wherever it is. But he's like a city boy, and I, I don't know, but I'll be guessing his attitude would be, you're just uh, local bums. Uh, what the hell do you know? I can do what I want. If these girls mm. fancy me... They, who cares and it was almost as if like look, every girl's going to fancy me and it was his attitude that they didn't like which I get yeah no, and just what, goes to show how naive he is then doesn't it really oh fuck that yeah hell yeah but it comes back to buying money arse in a major way later on but I didn't know whether it would go down the lines of the crying game and that's why they were being warned away <laughs> <laughs> it could have turned out that way <laughs> There wasn't a shower scene I missed, was there? (laughs) (laughs) But they all got pissed up. And it was weird that in this village only seems to have like maybe 30 people in. And two of them are pretty fit. The the odds there just don't work, do they, end of the day? And where do they buy their clothes? You know? Amazon. (laughs) Would they have internet? (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. No. Someone there makes them. They make their own clothes. The hand-me-downs from their father's father. Basically, yeah. There's one woman that makes clothes for the whole village. (laughs) But I I do like the the character, um, who Logan, who seems to be like running the place and has an overview and everyone kind of respects him. And he's got that something sinister presence about him but i just couldn't put my finger on it of what it was or where it would come into play and i Mm. thought at the end of the night i got a kind of hostile vibe you know that Mm. they'll go missing and get tortured and that the only reason why i stopped thinking that was because of the the rating i think this is a a 15 isn't it i think it was a 15 probably i think it was a 15 yeah, but I, I thought they were going to get tortured because that geezer walks up and says, "Do yourself a favour, like, do yourself a favour, steer clear of that wee lassie." And <laughs> I, wow, wow, was that from language classes? You took that. <laughs> I got my neck like a vagina. Uh, he was he the mechanic, wasn't he? He was the mechanic that came in later on. That's yeah, yeah, but they all seem to do what Logan said. 
didn't they? And, and he's the younger brother as well. So it's not as if he's the older brother that has influence. No. He's actually the younger brother. So as you say, where did that influence come from? Yeah, and I did expect them to get kind of one go missing. And I was just mm. I was happy that they didn't wake up. One of them went missing. Then all of the town deny any knowledge of what happened. That would have been so tropey, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. But they moved. They, they, I've never been shooting or like hunting kind of thing. I've been like rain shooting, but that's it. And they do go out hunting in the woods. And I knew something would happen. And I went through a few different scenarios as to what would happen, bearing in mind that they all got pissed up and everything. But what did happen, like the the little boy getting shot in the head, that was the last thing that I ever thought happened. I, I never thought this would happen. That. Um, it'll be Vaughan lining up that shot, um, being told to take that shot by Marcus, virtually bullied into it, and Vaughan shoots his kid in the head. And it, I think it it works better because Vaughan's wife is expecting, isn't she? I think she is. Yeah. yeah. So it so. scared me. It, uh, even I was like, oh my god. When he, rang, when, he, when he lined up the shot, I thought maybe he'd miss it or something. And, when, and then it was such a good... I mean, it was horrible to watch. But in terms of uh, directing and the shot they got, when he, when he, looked, through, when he looked through, obviously, the um, spyglass aim or whatever you call him, uh, and shot, and then he saw the deer moving, suddenly saw the kid right, right in the head. That really shocked me. I don't know about you guys. I didn't expect that. And I, I was like, Jesus. So, sorry, Lord's name me, I was like, oh, my gosh. It shocks me, definitely. It shocks me that it was a child that got hit or killed. But I'm not, I'm not being funny. Everything leading up to this, the fact that the, the fuck up with the gun, the fact that they were pissed, he was on coke. You know, in all the, it was obvious to me that something bad was going to happen. Mm. So I thought that someone was going to get shot, but I had no idea it was the kid. And yeah, that did shock me. But still, it was, it was so. To me, it was just so laid out in front of you that it had to be something like this. That it it didn't it didn't shock me what happened. It just shocked me that they chose a child. Let's put it that way. I had an inkling that that something was going to be behind that deer, and sure enough, it was. It was a child. But what annoyed me about that scene was the the photography in it, because when you look at when you look um, from their point of view down down range, the deer. Where the deer is in the forest, the deer is lower than them. Mm. And then when you look at what, what they're looking through the rifles later on, they're actually aiming upwards. So, and I didn't notice this until like the fifth time I've watched it, but well, I've seen it five times, guys. You know, but I didn't. It wasn't until later on I saw it. But <laughs> sure enough, it, it the photography let itself down in that like, and it's often done in films, isn't it, where you know, one second that you know, it's down to continuity, isn't it? That they're looking yeah. downrange at an animal, um, and you see that, and then the photograph, you know, the the the, um, the uh, images of them from the deer's perspective, they're aiming upwards, and it that just that just annoyed me really, the fact that they let themselves down on an easy one. Yeah, I, I was really surprised. I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't. I knew something would go wrong with them hunting, but. I honestly didn't think someone would get shot. I didn't think a kid would get shot. I didn't think anyone would get shot, to be honest. I didn't know whether they'd come across something or or what would happen. But 
the and I don't know the, the rules for like hunting and things like that, but the, the biggest dilemma they've got, um, apart from the dad being there, and I was so surprised, and it kind of I I stopped feeling any sympathy when the dad was cuddling the boy, and then Marcus shot the dad in the heart and killed him outright, mm. and it's that's when I, I kind of I stopped feeling sorry for him because you look at it the, the problem <clears> they've got is that they've been drinking as you said I think you Neil wasn't it that they've been yes. doing coke the night before <clears> and it's he used someone else's gun and you can't do that or they swapped ammunition and you can't do that I, I honestly don't know the rules but if they would have just said like hands up we shot mm-hmm. this kid I mean do you think that would have been better than what would have happened? Because well, that, that's what would have happened, isn't it, in real life? Because you've got to be fucking stupid to accidentally kill a child and then shoot the father because you're more worried about being sent to prison for having the wrong bloody ammo or not having the license and shit like that. It you know it just became. I mean, it wouldn't have made a very good film, would it? In a sense, unless it turned into some sort of drama about them trying to get off a prison sentence or something like that so yeah. it kind of had to go that way but it just it just made the film nonsensical to me because it's like what no one would ever do that for a start but don't forget he was fueled on coke and booze wasn't he he wasn't yeah, thinking straight it, it doesn't matter i don't care how much well maybe it's just me because i don't i'm not a druggy twat but <laughs> you know, i can't imagine that anyone's going oh shit we just shot a kid oh do you know what the best thing to do is shoot his dad it's bollocks to me. Obviously, other because, people would think that's different, but if the just, dad, okay, then, but if the dad, because it, it was even, he wasn't really good aiming at him. It was sort of half-hearted attempt. You didn't really know what was going through the dad's head at the time. Yeah, just if the dad the was like, if the dad was like, I'm gonna effing kill you. You shot my kid. Yeah, and it was beyond beyond any doubt that mm. this guy was gonna die. Would it then had the other guy shot him to try and save his friend? Would that have been better? Do you think or not? What, what it gave like, self defense, didn't it? Yeah, but at the moment he didn't like you say yeah, no, yeah. the gun because he's in shock and fucking angry as anyone would be that his yeah. son's lying on the floor dead. So you, know, I think, you would, yeah. wouldn't you? But it, it, yeah, there was no actual verbal threat, was there whatsoever? And no, it was at that just, point, it was weak. Yeah, I think as you said, you started to feel less sorry for them quite quickly. I thought for me, the minute that happened, I, th- I think that was. Um, that, uh, that that was the one big mistake that this film made, unless it was doing it on purpose, was you stopped really having sympathy for them the way the dad died. The first one was a tragic accident. Could probably, it could have happened whether he was coked up or not. Really, really horrible. But you could see that happening almost to anyone, any well, anyone that, that was hunting. What, what happened there was horrible. But OK, in that scenario, you could see. The other one kind of almost unrealistic and, and it stopped you having some sympathy for really for, for both of these people um because had they killed the dad in self-defense and it been blatant self-defense i think you may have continued kind of feeling sorry for them and and then then, then just delving deeper and deeper digging themselves a you know metaphorical hole that they can't jump out of but yeah that must, like, that must have been their intention it must have been their intention for you to start because it uh, watching a film was all about playing with your emotions isn't it and and mm-hmm. your your allegiances and yeah so your allegiances yeah, but I didn't have any. I did, in the film, yeah. in the end, I kind of didn't have any because 
I thought the locals, apart mm. from Logan, were, were not very nice. And yeah. these two were not very nice. Actually, so, you're right. At the end, I had none. At the, at the yeah. end, I started off with, with, with Vaughan because he's obviously he's a little bit wet and he's being influenced by this lad, his, his best mate, supposedly. He's got a child on the way. You think, yeah, okay, family man. And then, as, as you're right, you're right, James, as, as the film mm. goes on and as it comes to a conclusion, yeah. Nothing, nothing left. No, I mean, everyone's scum, mostly. I think the only one that really isn't is Iona in the end. You know, the, the, the girl with brown hair. And the wife and kid that he's left behind. And the wife, well, of course, the, yeah, yeah, the wife and kid. Featured, yeah, at the beginning and, and, and at the end. But it's it surprised me because when you think, it, obviously it was an accident, as we know, when mm-hmm. what Vaughan did. But how easy that it appeared that Marcus murdered that guy. How easy it was for him to make that decision to murder that dad mm. and as you say there was no threats and it was kind of too easy there was no hesitation mm. and we don't know any background story with regards to Marcus but it would have been interesting to know why he decided I know obviously he thought he was saving Agnes's life and as both of a, a few of you have said that he wasn't pointing a gun at you making threats I'm going to kill you of why uh, uh, he took his life just fucking blatantly. I mean, Jesus Christ, it was stone cold murder, wasn't it? I mean, it was. His, his reasoning was that he did it for Vaughan, didn't he? He said, I did this for you, I did this for us. That's what he said. Ah, that's a massive fucking cop out. He wanted, but it, he didn't want to go to prison. That's all 100%, 100% he didn't. But yeah, um, yeah that's, that's what he said. Yeah, I completely agree. I did it for you, yes, bollocks. You didn't. You did it for yeah. you. everything this geezer does, he does for himself. Yeah, yeah he's very, yeah, you can see he's very selfish. Yeah. Because he's the one. Next, they go to another woods, and next they hide the, the bodies, and then they go to this petrol station. He's the one who makes a point of going to the petrol station, so yeah. they know they weren't in those woods. And again, he's doing everything to cover himself. And <laughs> and even when they get back to the hotel, when they're talking about how they're going to deal with this, it's Marcus's plans about well, when it's dark, we'll go out, we'll cover those bodies, and we'll do it. And I he even says to him, I think that. I did this to to cover your back and you should be grateful when it's mm. yeah and you can't you kind of think that uh, Vaughn is a grown up I mean I don't know why he doesn't turn around to Marcus and just tell him to fuck off basically and that because this is a serious situation this isn't spilling a drink or fucking putting a fag burn in a carpet at a hotel and why he just didn't tell him where to go and it's oh, annoying he didn't agree. do that yeah, I completely agree, Stu. I think a really, I think, oh, yeah, I agree too. I think um, a really good, good thing about this film as well for me was that, you know, you think about just how your life can change in an instant. And this is what this film is about, isn't it? You know, ultimately that your life can change. And he's, in, he's you know, born a family man. And through a, a simple pissed up mistake, or in, in, not even a mistake, just an error through no fault of his, really. His life changed on a, you know, the pull of a, pull of a trigger, you know. Um, and I think that was a, a big part of this film, that how and how you can see then later on trying to, you know, some very close shots with them as well, watching them trying to come to terms with this just um, terrible error. Yeah, I think what what I like after this, after the incident, uh, it, it, for me, uh, it might just be my simple mind is very easily entertained. And I'll admit that it, it really is. But the psych, like the psychological um, psychological side of this, because I found that all the guys in the town, um, all the Scottish guys, the locals, 
all of them were strangely very serious. Every single one, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. Which is really weird. And when they go to that pub back in the evening, they're sitting down having dinner. Everyone is so serious and everyone is giving both the boys these longing looks as if they know. And that I found that I enjoyed it because it's a case of obviously they don't know yet, but it was too weird that they're giving these geezers these kind of looks. It, it was just too strange. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't right. It wasn't normal. No, it's almost like they didn't just they just don't trust outsiders, do they? They it's it's very much that small village anywhere sort of what are you doing here we don't trust you sort of thing but yeah but, it was well over the top but you're right it was over the top for another reason as well is that the night before they'd been in there and they'd seen everyone so they, they weren't a, they were a familiar face from the night before this is the second night they've been in there so why would they act in that way towards these two lads well is it you know because I mean? is it because they know that one of them went home with one of the daughters. The, one there of the is girls. that, yeah, the, the, yeah, there Maybe. is that, isn't there, James? That um, mm. that uh, not only the other, uh, the other one, what was her name? Mary, Mary, wasn't it? Mary, yeah, and he's obviously given a coke and stuff, and so potentially it was that. But even yeah, when, they, when they, yeah, sorry, James, sorry. go on, mate. No, no, because at some point, slightly further on that ends up being like a thing, didn't it? Because one of them yeah. says, I want to talk to you. And you think, oh my God, they found the bodies, maybe what? Mm. And it ends up being the daughter's thing. So looking back, maybe that makes sense. But yeah, I, I know I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit strange and uneasy. It reminded me of the first, uh, few of the first scenes from uh, the, uh, the werewolf. American werewolf in London. in London. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I got mm. that. And even mm. when they're trying to do their deal, because I think, I think it's Logan who's trying to do a deal with Marcus about property. And mm. when they're talking, there's they're just so serious and it's mm. so strange that it, it's you don't get any of them have any kind of character it's just so deadpan and is that on purpose though Steve, to make you feel uneasy maybe for I the think, scenes i don't know if it's if it's true it may, maybe it's a case of they're like that yeah you maybe you're spot on mate but i didn't no, even mate. think of that that they're so serious so when they do know later on you don't know because they've mm. not changed their character yeah that's that's a really good point, mate, actually. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why. But they do go back to the woods and they kind of, he has to, and it's horrid. I mean, I think it's Marcus has to get the bullet out of the boy's head. He has to get a knife and cut it out of his head. And again, the brutality and the oh. the, the lengths that he's willing to go. Yeah. And, uh, and it's awful. And again, it, it's born digging the hole, not Marcus, you know, a lot of the time. Yeah, this is another thing as well that annoyed me about the film, about the, the, the mechanics of it, in that um, when they shot the deer, the bullet went through the deer and into the, the tree trunk. And then Marcus later says, I shot, I took that shot of the, of the, um, of the, of the child, of um, the dad. And what was it? Uh, then they shoot the dad, it goes straight the, through and into it, the tree. Yeah, dad gets shot, right, 100, 100, um, over 100 yards, okay, that goes into the tree, but when the boy gets shot, less than 100 yards, because they're much closer with the deer, um, it gets lodged in his skull, so you're thinking, why would that get lodged, I, I can see why they did it for the purpose of the film, and to make it more gruesome, and, and for the shock factor, but you're thinking that surely would have gone through his skull as well. 
Well, they're um, saying it's gone through the deal mm. already, hasn't it? So it's slowed down, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Well, no, did he even shoot the deal? He didn't even shoot the deal. Did no, he didn't. Oh, did no, he miss? he didn't. No, no, of course he did. No, it, no, it right, missed the deer and it went into his lad, didn't it? And sort of rattled but they were using two different guns, is that why? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's just a thing I'd, I'd noticed that just mm. I wondered as well. No, yeah, I didn't have a clue, to be honest. I, I don't really understand how guns work and the distances. But as you said earlier, James, that the next morning they wake up, they're trying to go. Obviously, they're panicking. And then there's the all the kind of the villagers out there. And we know what you did. And again, they had that level of suspense. And that worked for me personally. Mm. I thought that they knew what actually yeah. happened. But as you say, that it's because they gave the girl drugs. I thought it was because they'd find out that she was like 16 or something like that. And that she was a lot older oh, and one of the guys had sex with her. But yeah, it turns out that she, uh, Marcus gave her drugs and they really don't like her. And there is that anti that they will find out. But thankfully, they don't. And why didn't they? move the bodies somewhere completely different as in rather than bury them where they were i don't think it mattered at the end did it because the dog found it anyway yeah but they but, knew where they were camping so if they moved the bodies they right. may not have found them so you are yeah, right they could driven them somewhere you mean yeah that's a yeah. Good point. yeah yeah good point it just yeah it, it, it didn't make it, sense it, did it you're right uh it seemed really bizarre and it didn't really dig it that deep and it just it was a bit of a, a lazy effort. I know if I'd kill someone, I'd go for a lot longer lengths to actually get rid of the body, you know what I mean? I know you have. I mean, would. <laughs> <laughs> James did a great job as well doing that. Just so we're all involved. <laughs> but is, I think it's Marcus's car's fucked, isn't it? And they take it to the garage. And again, you get those longing looks. And in the back of the car, they've got the knives and the clothes covered in blood. And I found that quite exciting that they're going to find it and not tell anyone. And then the suspicions will start flying there. And I still was pretty hooked. And I was still really excited and anxious for both of these guys. And I don't know why, because deep down, I wanted them to get caught. But yeah. I had that anxiety. I, I don't know where you guys were at this point or have you tapped out by then same as used to but remember that um, marcus is already sm already smart in a um, broken nose probably with his so you can he can probably account for the blood but it's just yeah i was absolutely the same with you that like they need to get in the car to get the the hide the knives and hide the hide the uh the bag and stuff with the blood in it um and didn't really want them to get caught by them if i'm honest because i knew i knew that it would end gruesomely for them but that's weird, isn't it? Why don't we want to get caught? They're bloody murderers. I know, I know. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It was just a series of stupid errors, wasn't it, from them? The fact that they hid that stuff rather than just fucking, like you say, taking that somewhere else and bearing it completely separately in the same night, which would have made more sense. Yeah. They've kept it in their car. And it, it's just... Yeah. Well, this is what I mean about predictable and convoluted and and i'd sort of really started to fall out of love with this film by this point and i really wanted them to get caught and then be fucking it was like hostile i wanted them to be tortured but... <laughs> you, you just and then the director brought out for doing it in the first place uh, oh, oh wow what about yourself jay were, were you still with it were you still behind it or, or had you tapped I'm out not, 
I was watching it. I was, I was, um, I was, I was interested to where this film, where this film's going to go. I mean, but as we said earlier, I think, as I mentioned earlier, now I know where the film's going. I probably couldn't watch it again because I wouldn't. I don't say enjoyment, but I wouldn't get the oh my gosh, what's going to happen next kind of thrill that you got the the first time. It's interesting what Neil says there about the hostel thing because part part of me thinks um, there's definitely a film in that where you get these two people, they're they're they're, they're callous and they're horrible in the end, and then you can't wait for the locals to fuck them up. But but instead we we've kind of at this middle ground where I didn't want the locals to kill them, but they but I wanted them to get some think for what they've done you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Mm. i know I, I thought it was going to come their way in the form of um brian mcclay logan's brother because he just doesn't have he's meant to be looking after i think it's mary who got boned by uh marcus <laughs> but yeah he doesn't have one piece of love uh and he kind of shows that by grabbing marcus's nose doesn't he when oh, he's, that he's, I'm happy. I want Marcus to get all the pain he deserves, honestly. Yeah, I've do, got, yeah. yeah, I'd have really tapped out on liking or supporting Marcus. And for some reason, I don't know why. I, I think it's because he's like, married and a family man that I was still pretty much on Vaughn's side. Um, but that went away probably the last third of the film. I was like, yeah, let's just like set the wild dogs on both of them and let, let's see what happens, you know. But there's a lot of tension as in the town starts to kind of turn against each other in a certain way over these two with Logan and Brian basically mm. clashing. Well, it's because they need the money. I don't know. They've, they, they have a conversation, don't they, about the fact that they're really struggling and it's it all going to dry up and there's not going to be everyone's going to start having to move out and stuff like that. So they're sort of desperate for that investment. However, obviously, his brother's completely the opposite camp. Mm. I think as well, Logan is the sort of the town's moral compass, isn't he? Mm. He sort of set, sets everything straight and makes sure that it's like you know there's no there's no injustice where, um, you know, unnecessary injustice. No, completely. And again, when we were speaking, when they have their, I don't know, as I say, I don't know if it's just me, but I got a bit of a Wicker Man feel from this when they had yes. their kind of party, and they said, "Oh, we're celebrating." I can't remember what it was now, some fucking thing or not. Um, and everyone in the town kept looking at them, which is again just completely bizarre. But I mm. kept waiting for either some pagan thing to happen, or that the town <laughs> already know, and that they're gonna suddenly turn on these two as yeah. a, like a big cult, and then string them up or do something, and it will start from here. And th- yeah. I really was on the edge of my seat during this because I thought that's what was going to happen. Same as used to, eleventy percent. Yeah, I see. I, I think we might even did we talk about it at some point about the Wicker Man moment? Because yeah. I felt the same thing, and I've not seen the latest Wicker Man, but I know the one with um, Edward Woodward, and yeah. and I felt that like I thought something's going to go here where they're going these guys going to going to fall foul of their like some kind of pagan or some kind of ritual. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen. But yeah, it was edging towards that way in my head. Yeah, definitely. And you've even got the looks from it. I don't, and I don't know why everyone keeps looking at them. And it's only on yeah, rewatches everyone. that people just stare at them and you think, oh, fuck off. Like, mm. that's just what? not going to happen. You know and what I talking, mean? And talking, like whispering and talking and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. But let's, be, let's be honest. Like you just said to do, there's about 30 people in this in this village. And two people have gone missing literally the day after they've turned up. Or the day they've turned up. 
that type of place, they would all be looking at them going, they've got to have something to do with it. Because mm. ultimately, you know, and we would all be like this if we lived in these small communities. If you've got someone that doesn't belong, you instantly will have some sort of concern around them or prejudice towards them because you're like, I don't know you. I don't know what you're about. Two people have gone missing, one of which is a kid. And you've come into our town, got pissed up in the pub, shagged two of our local birds. You're wrong in our eyes. So to me, I, I though it's way overplayed, it's completely believable. Yeah, it's like if you go to a small village, let's say Cornwall or Wales or something like that, and you walk into a pub, it's almost like the darts stop in midair, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, who the fuck are you? Sort of thing. Great yeah. analogy. I oh, love no. that. It's true, <laughs> it's though, isn't it? And it's, yeah. it's, it's like that. So I can't, though, like you say, it, it, it's well overplayed. I could, it's believable to me. I could actually sort of relate to it a little bit. Yeah, and I yeah. suppose having just watched it now that, I didn't realise that everyone in the town knew that those people were missing at this point. Yeah, because it would be massive news, wouldn't it? Yeah, I didn't realise that. So, yeah, that that does make sense what you say, that everyone's going to blame them being outsiders to uh, to everyone. But again, the attention was still here for like, for me. And because you were just waiting for them, especially when they got the, the, uh, like the bloodhound or whatever dog it is, waiting for them to find it. And well, why, why do you think they asked them to come along? Do you think, because they suspected something, don't they? Because yeah. before that, they had a conversation at the pub where Marcus comes in after going to the toilet and goes, and, go, and goes them when they're talking about the nephew being missing. Goes, oh, how do you know he wasn't on his own? I never said that, you know? Yeah. Oh, he, he does, does not he? Yeah. He, said, he said, he said well, when were they due back or something? He said, yeah, that's what it. do you mean they? Not exactly. Yeah. They, they thought it was them. That's the whole yeah. point. They, they and that's knew. why they came, they, they took him with them. Yeah. Well, Logan, yeah. Logan said to his mate with a shotgun, he said, keep, keep an eye on them. them. Mm. Yeah, because they don't trust them. And why yeah. would you? Why would you? Yeah. They're shifty as fuck, these two, aren't they? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But you'd be shitting yourself, wouldn't you? If you were them two, yes. oh, they were. you would be Oh, you would be throwing up with absolute anxiety that something's going to happen. Uh, that's what I got off this. I got, I kind of felt their... Like, their anxiety and their fucking utter panic and i this still worked well for me because you were just waiting for that moment and what's going to happen when they do find those bodies especially of the boy and you know that they're kind of family members to i think it's logan isn't it or yeah suppose it, if it's logan it's it going to be um, brian as well and yeah. the fact that he's they've dug a bullet out of his skull so he clearly yeah. had to smash his face open to get a bullet out to try and get away with it you know yeah. yeah. Why would you do that? But their journey to the scene was their journey to the scene was their opportunity potentially because they went in convoy and they were just the two of them in that in their in their four by four. That was an opportunity to go either the other direction or just to peel off the road if they had the chance. It was in darkness, you know, they could have just peeled off, but they didn't. They went with them, didn't they? But weren't they being they were being escorted there though, weren't they? They weren't just going there on their own, were they? <clears throat> well no, they, they went in vehicles, didn't they? They went in different vehicles. But Yeah, I guess I think they probably thought even if we did try it, there's no they way that we know well one, they'd know it was them, so they're trying to get away with it, plus they know those woods like the back of their hands. If you're mm. trying to drive off from them, they'd know some sort of way round to cut you off or they might be sure. You know, to call someone to say right they've done it 
cut them off yeah. with a pass or whatever. So I think they were just trying to trying to play along with it, hoping that they wouldn't find the bodies. Yeah, but they brought a dog along, didn't they? Yeah, which they yeah. weren't probably expecting that either, weren't they? To be fair. Mm. No, that, that dog was key in the end because they turn around and they've both run away and they try and make an escape in the Jeep, which obviously had a, a petrol leak, uh, meaning they both made it off on foot. And it's Vaughn, poor Vaughn, gets captured by him. And Marcus does the honourable thing and just fucks off and leaves him on his own, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? Well, he knew he was. Yeah. Well, he does try, doesn't he, to be fair to him. He does try initially. Yeah, yeah. and he, he did say, leave me, but still, he's still a wanker. Yeah, definitely. And I was surprised that, to be honest, after finding Sammy with his head carved open and a bullet removed, I'm really surprised that um, Vaughn lasted as long as he did. Mm. Because I just thought that that would be it, that mm. he'd be a fucking goner. And I don't think I would have given a shit at this time. If they would have decided just to execute him there and then, you just wouldn't care, would you? No, not at all. So, but what I like is how, out of all of them, how Logan changes. Logan was all, always kind of quite quite diplomatic and even up to the point where he clashes with his brother about his brother's all up for executing him, an eye for an eye, and this is what we must do and no one's going to know about it. But Logan's still kind of talking sense, as in we'll have the police up here and we can't deal with it and it won't be like the local police, it'll be the proper police. But And he soon changes his mind. And, and does he change his mind because they find Marcus as well? Good question. Potentially, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think it. I think that does sway him because, and he really is. Um, all the all the scenarios that can be played out, his is still uh, quite subdued and calculated. I mean, it's horrendous, you know. And it, it's unfortunately a uh, a choice that Vaughn has to make. You know, a decision Vaughn has to make whether he dies or you know whatever. But. <clears throat> It's it's still quite a, a calm and calculated decision, and he his decision still overrides, you know, saying you know there is a debt to be paid. Um, still kind of overrides the onslaught that the other guys would have would have brought in. Oh yeah, I, I'm surprised that they didn't just tell Marcus. Um, sorry, not Marcus. Just tell um, Logan just to go and do one. And they'll execute him anyway. I'm surprised that they actually listened to him and mm. tried to make some kind of agreement. But mm. um, when they do find uh, Marcus, Marcus is brought in. And again, I'm surprised he's in one bit. I thought that um, their dislike for Marcus was so apparent when they found him. He would have been missing a, an arm or a leg or mm. something. And again, I wouldn't have had a fucking problem with that. I would have been quite happy for them just to cut him into little bits just in front of him. So he's, he's <laughs> yeah. fucking horrid man. But yeah. I like the decision they make that um, an eye for an eye and being the fact that you've got to shoot being Vaughn has got to shoot Marcus. Why didn't they get do it the other way around? Why was it this way? I think because so when Vaughn was, Vaughn was captured, I think they well, they already had a dislike for Marcus because he. He, he'd, given, he'd given coke to Mary and, and, and had sex with her and stuff. So he'd already pissed the village off. Um, and I think that Vaughn, they could tell, they could probably tell the, they could probably tell the dynamics of the relationship between the two of them. Um, because Marcus often, often in conversation kind of like overruled Vaughn. And even in, even in the, one of the initial scenes in the pub, when someone starts on Vaughn, Marcus steps up and tries to be the big man. And Vaughn's like, you know, I could have dealt with this. Um, 
I think they could see that Marcus was probably the, the wrong one out of the two of them. Um, they knew that Vaughan had a child on the way, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and and I think they just they could after Vaughan had spilled his guts after being captured, you know, you could. You, although is it quite interesting because as he he starts telling the story to, to Logan what happens when he's in the barn, but then they mute the sound, don't they? All you can hear, all you can see is his lips moving and Logan listening. Yeah. So you don't actually get to hear or hear what he's saying, but you, you you gather that he's probably told them in quite graphic detail what's happened and the decisions that Marcus have made, and and you can see that he's obviously sorry because Vaughan uh, Logan keeps telling him to shut up, and you know. So I think that was they realised that he was the the lesser of the two evils. Yeah, but, but Jay, why? I've got no idea. I don't know whether you know, mate, and I'm putting you on the spot here. But why did they mute that? I, that really pissed me off. That was, felt like quite an important part. I think what Paul said, one, we don't know. Two, you could argue it made it kind of more dramatic because oh. it was just a silence. It, it was silence. And three, one thing, he, it, would it have been boring if he relayed the whole story again of what we already Massively. knew? So, I, I mean, I mean, there are three reasons there where, where they may have done it. Um, but once again, we don't know what he said. I think if he did say... I didn't kill him, blamed it all to Marcus. I would have wanted to hear that, which is why I'm assuming, like Paul said, he, he told he told the truth. Yeah, I think he, this by this point he was fed up, wasn't he? He he just mm. he knew that at the start they should have just been innocent, like or not innocent, you know, they should have just come forward and explained what had happened, um, and everything else. But it was always Marcus that stopped him from doing that and said, no, you got to do it this way. And I think at this point he's got nothing to lose but to tell the truth, has he? Because, yeah, exactly. You know, if he lies and makes up some bollocks that he can be caught out on if Marcus is captured later, it's just going to make it ten times worse for him. I mean, it's pretty fucking shit right now because he's, you know, tied up and put in a cage. You know, so what's he got to lose by telling the truth? And in actual yeah. fact, he might yeah. actually earn a little bit of respect from them. Not that it's going to save his bacon in any way, shape or form, but he'd have to be stupid not to explain everything the way it went yeah and logan says to him i've negotiated your life but you've got a debt to pay mm, yeah um and which is quite interesting do you think it would have been more impactful because obviously his debt for anyone who hasn't seen it watched a film obviously why would you listen to this and not watch the film but uh that he has to shoot marcus would it have been more of an impact knowing that vaughan's got a kid coming and he's married that Marcus had to shoot uh, Vaughn and then he would have had to explain to his missus of what happened or do you think that would have left the trail? Well, this film leaves a massive trail anyway at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it? Let's be honest. One of shit and the other one... Oh, he's so angry! (laughs) He is so angry! One, two go on holiday, one returns in a really weird way that they call his missus to come and pick him up. Like a naughty little child. Oh my covered, in, covered in bruises and cuts. Yeah. Well, what happened to you? Oh, no, I just fell over. Where's your mate? Don't know, he ran oh, off. Jesus. Neil. You know it's absolute oh, my God. Neil was punching that VHS cover. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, oh. when they do the inevitable Ooh. remake for this film, when they do the inevitable remake, Neil, you're I'd rather this. set my You're Brian. On fire. You're going to be Brian. <laughs> I think it's Juice Logan. He's a lot calmer. <laughs> definitely Brian. You're, you're Brian, I've decided. <laughs> Neil is very angry. Oh, this, this, it, oh, it, I'm living because it's just, it's, oh, it's just so bollocks. It 
really frustrates me when people say how good these films are when they're completely predictable and <laughs> they, they none of it would ever happen you know what i mean it's just it's oh anyway yeah sorry it just did, did you wa- feel like this on your first viewing of it or yes, was it mate, your... i i watched this film because we were going to review it obviously previously and i will be honest with you i could not bring myself to watch it a second time I hated it that much and I wanted to turn it off halfway through it because of how predictable and how poor the acting was and everything else about it that is just, to me personally, was just a waste of my time. Mate, that's exactly how I felt about John Wick 2. I completely understand. (laughs) Fuck. I wonder whether, because I know you you liked it, we haven't finished it, but I I know know you you liked it, didn't you? And, And I liked it as well. I wonder whether, like, my my... You know, you guys are a massive film buffs, and I'm not. Yeah. But you know, I, but I, you know, fair, you know, but um, I, I'm just easily entertained. I think I don't. I, I'm learning more from you guys about how to look for foreshadowing and and um, how to you know read a film and that. And I am learning more, but I just like a film that's just going to entertain me and just take me away for a couple of hours and run run me through a roller coaster of emotions. Well, so, so escapism, isn't it? That's what films are yeah. called, escapism. Hmm. And I get that, and I, I like that, that feeling as well. But I like to also not feel like I'm watching something that I could have written in, you know, <coughs> as, the, as this film went along, it was like, I bet this is going to happen next, or something like this is going to happen next. And when you're not invested in any of the characters, because yeah. the two main characters are complete dicks, and, <laughs> you know, you... The people in the village are just massively aggressive, as we've obviously just explored that. At no point within this film do I get invested in any character whatsoever, because the two guys that are, are kill the kid by accident and then shoot the dad on purpose, mm. I, you don't like them. There's no way you can like them but because all through of the, what they've done. All through the film, though, Neil, like, so I wasn't invested in any of the characters that I could see, but all throughout the film, because of all the d- decisions that were being made, I, I kept referring back to because the first scene is it opens up with him in, uh, born in bed with his wife or girlfriend and the baby on the way. So yeah. all throughout the film, all, all the, the poor decisions they were making and all the like the, the drama they were getting themselves into, I kept going back to that. So I think I was invested in a family he was leaving behind. They're better off without him, as far as I'm concerned. He's a murderous prick that's got no conscience whatsoever until the point in which he gets caught and is being threatened by a bunch of angry Scottish people with guns. And that's the only time that he ever fucking folds and starts being a human being. Prior to that, he's just a massive pussy that is being led around by his druggy twat mate. And yeah, quite frankly, they, as a father figure, I'd rather have a packet of Walker's prawn cocktail, to be honest, because they'd be more influential. (laughs) He's a, stronger character stronger flavor than that fucking knobhead it's it, uh, sorry i just couldn't get invested in the characters whatsoever it, so that's why to me the film wasn't enjoyable because at no point was i invested in any of it the suspense parts there were some and it was enjoyable but in general if you're not you know for me if you're not invested in people within the film i don't see the point of watching it Mm. No, I, I, you I lose, understand you what you're saying. I do. Yeah, yeah, you lose you you lose purpose of empathy and stuff, don't you? you think? But it's exactly the same yeah. as if you watched Marvel film, right? And you didn't have any interest in Marvel, 
and you weren't interested in the lead character, would you really give a shit about what happened in the film? Mm. No, you'd enjoy the action, but you wouldn't really give a shit if there was a first, second, third, or you watched a prequel before the second one because you're not interested because you're not involved in the character because mm. that's the whole point, isn't it? You're watching it because you want to be involved in that world and you want to have a point of view which you'd be sort of connected to, if you see mm. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's interesting that the, the idea or possibly the purpose of this film is that they you kind of think fuck they're going to get killed this is awful but but when you look at it as a, on the whole that yes they, they killed a young kid sammy and his dad and they don't deserve any sympathy but i i think i was looking at it from a point of view of this started off so well from both and it's ended in him having to murder his friend mm. and deal with the murder of a young kid which he's dealing with pretty well to be honest and you do, I totally agree with what you're saying, Neil. You do lose that thought and that kind of sympathy for the characters and that involvement. And, he, and there's no attachment because you want him to die and he's been bullied into it. And he seems to be managing pretty well with the circumstances and the shit that he's kind of made for himself. So you don't care in the end who dies, who lives, because that's what, because of what they've done, the deed they've done, and they have to pay the price. But I just thought, that possibly looking at it long term as in what he's got to deal with and they show that when he's at home holding the baby that he's completely mm. messed up because of this forever and maybe that will be the price he'll have to pay i don't know that's i think just... i think Stu, that was my attachment i think I, although i wasn't really invested in any of the characters i think that was my like you just say that's so when you you know when you everything he's doing right you, you know he's, he's got to shoot his mate and it, you know he's, we yeah he doesn't want to do it and he's made to do it. And he ultimately he sort of like mans up and pulls the trigger and shoots Marcus in the head or in the chest, whatever. But I think for me as well was that I put myself in his position because, because it's such a, a ridiculous out of the world mistake that can be made. I, can't, I think I'll probably put myself in his position and that, you know, you mistakenly shoot somebody. What decisions, what decisions would you make? And, you know, how would that pan out? I would obviously follow some cokehead idiot like Marcus, but, you know, I think for me was that um, how would you live? The, how would you you've got to go back and face your wife and face your child, knowing all this, all these things that have gone on and your mate that she knows is never going to turn up again. You've got some awkward questions to answer probably for the rest of your life. I think for me it was like put myself in his shoes. It was a, quite an uncomfortable, uneasy, un, you know, queasy feeling to think if that was me, how would I would how would I approach my wife and my kid and every day with that will probably go through my head what I've done and you know um, mm. and I've got to bring my family up without being able to tell them anything so that for me that was just uh you know it just made me feel really uneasy and that was quite a good feeling in as much as just that kind of linked me into that film a bit more than it would have done yeah no I completely agree I mean so mm. it's it's going to be interesting so best bits and worst bits James I what's your what did you kind of think of this film would you recommend it your overall point of view about it and uh, how would you score this film i i would recommend it to someone to watch it once because it's interesting um if you like that kind of i'd put what drama thriller kind of thing would you put it in the genre of yeah it was almost borderline horror towards it it could have very easily been but it wasn't um but for me it'd be really interesting to see what the writer and or director wanted you to feel, if anything, because if it was sympathy for the characters up until the end, I think they failed. 
Um, and if it wasn't, uh, then, then, then fair enough. Because I, I, I lost sympathy exactly the same time you, you did, Stuart, with the way the dad, with the way the dad died, and kind of like the other stuff. You can almost understand, you know, the the, the thought process behind it. Um, I'm going to give it a three. I want to give it a two and a half, but I, the reason why I'm giving it a three is because I'm not a massive fan of it, but I, I appreciate the fact that it. Uh, what it what it what it what it trying to do what it what it trying to do and what it trying to achieve and it did and it did stir some emotion out of me and there were some quite impactive scenes and every scene at the pub after they killed the, the little boy was I felt was quite tense. Maybe not watching it the second time, but you are kind of like on edge. And I, I was interested to see where it's gonna where it's gonna go, even though I didn't particularly like any any of the characters. Um, so the worst bit for me was the way the father's death was dealt with. I thought I thought they really missed the trick there. Um uh, the best bit for me, I, I think, was this. Watch it the first time around. This the the suspense, but I couldn't watch this film again because I, I I kind of know everything I want to know about the film. Yeah, that go. makes yeah that makes perfect sense. What about yourself, Paul? Uh, <clears throat> I give it four and a half out of five. I know it's top end, but it's just I really liked it. You know, I I saw it once. I recommended it to you straight away, didn't I, Stu? And yeah. Then, um, I watched it again with the other half, and she liked it. She wasn't over an over, you know, massive fan of it. But um, and I watched it a couple more times in preparation for the for us doing this back in February, but that didn't happen. And and I watched it again the other day, and you know, I think five times is is more than sufficient um, <laughs> <laughs> to pick up every nuance. Um, worst bit for me, I think it's only a minor thing, but like I pointed out before, it's just the camera angles. You know, just the continuity around the the, the you know, not the, the film shots, but as he's you know how the rifle is aimed and stuff. I think it was just you know one, one side of the camera is like the pointing upwards and the, it's downrange. You know, it's the, so for me that was the worst bit. Best bit for me was probably um, like James just says. I think I think on my on the first viewing it was the suspense and the moodiness and it was just, you know, in the pub and in that, in the, the bonfire, it was tense. You know, I think it was moody, tense and suspenseful, which is a, a Netflix um, description of a film apparently these days, suspenseful. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but yeah, look at it, every film. Um, and for some reason, actually just on the, on a sidetrack, I don't know why, but every time I go to watch a new film on Amazon, everything's rated four and a half out of five so yeah. you can't even like think oh there's a three or there's a five everything's four and a half so it just kind of like yeah i wouldn't pay a lot of attention to that honestly some nah. of the films that they've said are number one on netflix are utter shit so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah tomorrow war no i'm not watching that so yeah i i reckon four out of five um four and a half out of five um, wow, we're going to go yeah. from chalk to cheese. Neil, what's your <laughs> score? Yeah, I've been waiting for this right. for an hour. Okay, right. <laughs> Having heard everything you say, I get it. Okay, we all have different points of view and opinions of these films and everything else like that. I think Paul may have, I don't know, drank too much of that expensive whiskey to give it that score. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> or, or I've watched a completely different calibre. To to the rest of you, um, but right scores, I'd I'm going to be generous and give it a one out of wow. five. Um, street Street Fighter 
kind of scores. Yeah, yeah. it's got more than shoot them up, so that's a plus. Um, wow. Best bits, it'd have to probably be, yes, I think that I agree with the way they dealt with the suspense and stuff like that. You could set, there was definitely suspense in the film, even though I wasn't interested in it due to my feelings around how it was portrayed. You could sit, the suspense and stuff like that was fantastic. However, other than that, just poor. <laughs> the, the decision making from the characters, utter nonsense how weak they were as characters there was no character building in the sense of you felt sorry for anybody because like i explained earlier they were just two fucking idiots and it, there was just it, there was nothing in this film that really hooked me to it and i got bored of it quite quickly because of how predictable it was becoming it was fairly obvious they were going to get caught out it was fairly obvious that they were going to kill someone by mistake you know the, the film's called caliber for fuck's sake so it's going to be someone being shot um it's you know it, it's just the whole the whole thing didn't really work for me I, I recommend it like james said to watch it as a one-off but don't think that you're going to get invested in anything because there's nothing to get invested into oh. nice. so that would be my review of it oh, um i'd probably give it a 2.75 i can't <laughs> give it a three <laughs> Uh, I, like that. I, like I, that. I, I enjoyed this I can't this believe film. I gave it the second highest. I, I enjoyed this, but uh, and it was a suspense that that worked really, really well for me. I found once they got killed, it was as you say, Neil. For, for me, I knew that obviously they're going to get fucking caught. Goes about saying, but it was how are they going to get caught? When are they going to get caught? That's what got me, and it did hook me, and I enjoyed that ride of when's it going to happen, and then taking you off oh it's going to be like some pagan ritual and they're going to get fucking sacrificed or hostiled or something mm. no, i enjoyed that um and i was a bit it, it shocked me the end when he had to shoot his mate but i didn't like both the characters so in a way i'd like both of them to have died and just tied it up and possibly the, the missus going looking for them and then no one having any knowledge of them and then just that will be it. You know what I mean? It just mm. wiped out from existence. That would have worked well for me rather than one of them survive. But that was his payback though, wasn't it, Stu? That was just his payback having to live with that guilt. Yeah, he seemed to live with it too fucking well though, you know what I mean? Well, I'd like him to be in a know, mental hospital just you know what, scarred. What we didn't discuss actually very quickly was that uh, the, the last shot was him looking directly into the camera, which is quite unusual. So it, it was almost like he was staring at something, wasn't it? Really that, long, was, that was long. his regret for signing up. To the film. <laughs> 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 yeah, longing shot into the camera. Yeah. yeah. yeah what have good. I done for my career? <laughs> but I, I would like him to be like sectioned. That would have been quite good. That mm. something would have happened. I don't know. Just some. Yeah. yeah he's got to live with it. But I don't know. But it was good, and the tension was good. I, I like this film. I'd recommend it. But I, I think you can, as you say, um, you can only watch it once. Because without the suspense, it doesn't have that much possible for you. Because the suspense is the hook to this film. But I enjoyed it. And when, when I sat down and watched it the first time, me and the missus, we both really, really enjoyed it and got really involved in the film. But yeah, it's um, 2.75 because I can't really give it any higher than that. But... <laughs> 3.14 recurring. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, 
it, it's entertaining. It's something different, and we've done it at last because I know you wanted to do yeah. this ages ago, Paul. So yeah, uh, we finally cold this film, and uh, we no longer have to fucking talk about it. Yes, but, but we <laughs> obviously we don't know what we're going to talk about next. And we do this far too often on the pod, and I've got no ideas. Has anybody got any ideas of what film we can right. pluck from existence to do next? Paul, you're looking at some kind of 1950s fucking film, no doubt, subtitled and in black and Citizen white. Citizen Kane, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bindi and <laughs> <laughs> Neil and James, oh, any yeah. films that you guys would like to do, I think? I'd like to do the Mad Max series. Ooh. But I know that it's a bit tricky getting hold of them, isn't it? But that would be my recommendation if we can get hold of them. Do the originals and then maybe the new one. Yeah, I, I, that would be... If we, uh, yeah, as you say, it's getting if hold of them is tricky. I, I must admit, I, I fucking hate the Mad Max film, so it'd be quite interesting. <laughs> so, what um, about Tremors? What about Tremors? That's on... Um, is it Netflix Tremors. or Amazon? Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw it the day it's come up on... Um, <laughs> Would it surprise you guys that that's made in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. That's true. Isn't that Kevin yeah. Bacon, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Kevin yeah. Bacon yeah. and uh, Michael Gross, who was the father in Family Ties. Shaking he was Bacon, Michael J. Fox's dad. The last Family film Ties. I watched with Kevin Bacon in was terrible. And we reviewed it, Stu. It was Which awful. film was that? R.I.P.D. Oh, my God. God, that, oh, was, that was good. That wasn't I like oh, that. God, oh, that's God, that's terrible. Get that's out there tomorrow. War that is. Oh, all right. Oh, what, yeah. what about something like Us or Get Out? Have you done those? No, we've not done those. Not done those at all. They're very grown-up films, aren't they? Get yeah. Out. What's Get Out? Have you not get, seen Get Out? Oh, stupid! It's a great film. What it's is Get Out? Film. It's a. Oh, it's a very good. I'd say. It's kind of, I describe it as a horror kind of thriller. Um, it's it's on, I don't think it's on Netflix. I'm, let me have a little look. I know Us is on Netflix. I've not seen that, but I know that's yeah, on Netflix. Get Out is on, on YouTube, of all things is it, you have to pay money for. Is it? it used what? to be. I think it's done by Jordan Peele. I think I might be making that up. I really don't know. But... Um, it was yeah. very, very good. Now, Us is on Netflix. Uh, I don't think Get Out is on Netflix at the moment. You got me onto them, Stu, and I really enjoyed those. They were they were quite good. Well, I talk about good. I've just started watching... Um, I've watched the first episode of Invincible. So oh, could you? Yeah. Have you seen Would it? Would you yet? enjoy it? Yeah, what the f- freaking ending of that first oh, episode? No, it's what insane, the isn't it? Fuck. It's yeah, insane, yeah, but, yeah. I know, I watched it thinking my daughter might be able to get a note, never mind. <laughs> come the end, basically. It was yeah. crazy. Yes. What's that, what's that on? James, Amazing. what's that on? Um, uh, uh, Amazon. Prime. Amazon, yes. okay, I'll give it a look. Yes. Give it a watch. It's, it's an anime, uh, not anime, it's, it's animation, not anime. It's anime, right. Japanese. It's an American yeah, I was, thing. I was quite impressed though. I mean, it was like quite nice. It was very. It kind of reminded me of Saturday mornings, but slightly more adult, obviously. And then at oh, the end, slightly. yeah, definitely adults. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Once it got to the end, and I was like, Jesus, oh my god, like Terror Hawks. Just a little. Oh god, oh, Terror Hawks. I couldn't oh, watch the Terror Hawks. Really? I was so scared. I used to hide behind the sofa. Was it Zelda that scared you? She was yeah, fucking horrendous. Those, those witch things. Oh god. Yeah, Zelda. Horrible. Yeah, couldn't watch it. Fucked up. No, but she was hot, wasn't no. she? 
Um, I can't find Get Out. But um, yeah, Vince of Voice is so good. I was so addicted to watching that. Me and Neil spoke about that loads, didn't we, when we yeah. were doing our, yeah. our local yeah. reviews and that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the second series. Season. Have you seen, um, what's the other one? I've I finished what, The Tick. I've watched that. That's quite funny. Oh, no, no. I've not seen that, no. It's weird, but it's funny. I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a superhero, almost tongue-in-cheek. Give it, yeah, it's on he Amazon. He is, though, isn't he? He is a tongue-in-cheek yeah. superhero. It's quite it's funny. Parts no, I've not seen that. That's on Amazon, boys, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Has someone in season three boys? is being, um, it, um, being filmed at the moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, the Witcher, first trailer's out for The Witcher. That's out in yep. December. Yes, it is. Looking forward I to that never get, well. I couldn't get into The Witcher. Oh, you, I the first couple of episodes I was a bit mm, okay with, but I, I really enjoyed it towards the end. That's okay. great. <clears throat> I watched the first two episodes, like you say, like, and it was just really slow. It uh, was. I, I like watching. But then it gets good. Henry Cavill, but um, it's, yeah, yeah, it was really slow. So I love I the fact it. that he asked to play that part because he's a massive gamer. Oh yeah, oh, did he? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He requested to play the part of Geralt because he mm. loves. He's a massive gamer and stuff. And he, he's got him, even his voice has got him spot on, isn't he, and everything. Apparently, he was supposed to use his own voice, but he decided to do that himself, and then he had to stick with it throughout the oh, whole wow. thing. I think it works so well, though. I've not seen it, I have to say. It's it's kind of like, well, it's not Game of Thrones, really, it's, but it's really, it's, yeah. It, it, you know, the Game of Thrones season 7, 8 was crap. It kind of, like, gave me my fix. <laughs> Because I was so disappointed <laughs> with the way Game of Thrones ended, you know. So I didn't like Game of Thrones, honestly. No. Couldn't, no, I couldn't follow it. It's too fucking confusing. It went about so many different lands. I just lost interest. I just thought that oh, either get tits it. out, have a fight, or <laughs> show me a dragon. Show me your show dragon. Me a, <laughs> show me your it's dragon. Just like you're on a night out, Stu. <laughs> it was too confusing for me. It's, that's highbrow TV, Game of Thrones. Oh, I, it's not my cupboard. Honestly, I'm recording Love Island as we speak, and I'll be watching oh, that after this. Oh, my <laughs> God. What exactly. the... Exactly. Wow. You disappoint me. I know. I, I'm sorry. And you like it. You enjoy disappointing me. It's fine. Love Women Island. Women around in bikinis. Stu, why do you... I think yeah, you're intelligent. Love Island. Fucking hell. I bet you watch Sesame Street subtitles as well, just to make sure. I recorded. It's upsetting, that is. Especially the count. Yeah. yeah. One. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. no. Love Island. Yeah, that is it. Do you, do you and the missus watch it together, don't you? Uh, we've recorded it, so I can I watch it whenever I want. Oh, OK. So, oh, uh, oh, it's not like a ritual. You watch it together. OK. Oh, God, no. no. We No, Jesus. No, no. He watches it on his own. Yeah, that's, 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 that's worse. Time. That's worse. That's exactly. even worse. That's even I, worse. I watch it whilst exercising, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, how big we, is your right arm now, Stu? It's huge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. No one's probably listening now anyway, so it makes no, no one's, does it? <laughs> right, we'll talk about what we're going to do, sort of, and then we'll, uh, we'll decide and be a nice surprise for everyone. Won't it? Exactly. Next exactly. Week. Well, that was our podcast review, if you remember, of Alabas. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about it and we'll be back next week there is no Loki Loki has finished and it finished on a high mm. so you can listen to that podcast um, where we are very very surprised um, so it's back to one podcast a week until something else comes out but this was Calibre this was a mixed review to say the least but we'll be back with some film I've got no idea what it is next week whatever you're doing stay calm bye <laughs> whatever you're doing stay calm <laughs> Bye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>